the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today we're going to be talking about housing the Holy Spirit. So join us as we dive into who the Holy Spirit is, how we house the Holy Spirit, and what's the difference between a visitation and a habitation of the Holy Spirit. You don't want to miss this great panel discussion here on The Christian View. Stay with us and we'll be right back. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. <laughs> because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. Welcome to The Christian View. Thank you so much for inviting us into your home and inviting us into your life and letting us do this journey with you. So we never take sharing the gospel for granted. You know, God's word is powerful and it's sharper and it's active than any double-edged knife. And it needs to be talked about and explored more now than ever. We're going to talk today about housing the Holy Spirit and what that really means. But before we do, I'm going to introduce those sitting around the table. I have Trudy Davis. Thank you for being here. Pastor Lee Adams, always love having you. Candace, thank you for driving in from Nashville. And Coach Caitlin, love having you. You know, God is so good. You know, even yes. with the Christian view, we are finishing our ninth season. Can you believe it? I mean, nine years of being able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. And, you know, I just want to tell you guys at home, or whether you're listening by podcast, that Christian View is more than a TV show, right? We do outreach ministries. We have two planned this season. We have women's events. We do a lot of different things other than um, TV ministry. So I just want people to know that you can get involved. You know, you can get involved with the outreach ministries. You can get involved in so many ways. So just follow us on social media and see what we're doing because we may be doing something in your area. Um, and we'd love to come to your church anytime. Yeah. And um, so, but anyway, God is good. But I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. I, um, I wrote this out and I want to read it because I just thought it was so good. It said, Holy Spirit. Invisible, perhaps, but real. The Holy Spirit is probably the least understood person of the Trinity. Among the myths and the mistaken concepts that have been shared about the Holy Spirit, he's been described as a force, a ghost, a second class or replacement of God. He's confused with the manifestation that maybe comes for a moment and leaves. But the Holy Spirit is so much more, Mm -hmm. Lee. So let's talk about who the Holy Spirit is. First, I want to say I'm glad that you preference it with who the Holy Spirit is, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times I've heard people say, what is the Holy Spirit? And it's important to recognize that it is a person, as you stated, the third in the Godhead. I think the importance of um, what the Holy Spirit actually does in our lives, it actually is that convicting agent that Mm -hmm. helps us to know we need to repent. Uh, It leads us to Christ. Um, There's a word that I think is called the paraclete. It's the paraclete, the secure, Mm -hmm. that gives us that promise that we are 
actually going to be ransomed back with Christ. So mm-hmm. knowing it's like a secure, we have that security. It's an investment, but it's much more than that. It also is a thing that teaches us, you know, right. it helps us to regenerate ourselves. It renews us. And it is part of that promise that Christ left to say, hey, OK, I'm leaving, but it I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm not going to leave you without my presence. So it is the presence of God living in the earth. So once it's in the earth and it's in us, then it's like we have that deposit that we have a piece of God living on the inside. Amen. Amen. You know, you're, you're so right. He is a person. Mm-hmm. You can grieve the Holy Spirit, yes. right? Yes, you, you can, can grieve him by rebellion, by not mm-hmm. following God's word, by not believing mm-hmm. what God's word says about us. So he has feelings. He yes. has emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I love when the Bible describes the Holy Spirit as our counselor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so often we just need somebody to counsel us in mm-hmm. so many ways that I know um, that a lot of times in prayer we'll say, I'll say, God, just send the Holy Spirit to really just give me direction on this right. and help me know. And I believe it's a Holy Spirit. Like, and parents, if your kids are lost right now, the Holy Spirit will go. Uh, my mom always says, she's like, I want y'all to be haunted by the Holy Ghost. Like that he bugs y'all. If y'all are where you're not right. supposed to be and not doing yes. what you're supposed to do. Right. So I think that using him as a counselor is what he's made for. The right. And a guide. I remember when we yeah. lived in London, mm-hmm. we um, it was a really hard time in London. There was a lot of bombs going off and things. And we were walking down the street to visit friends. And I felt this prompting in my spirit. It said, I mean, I just felt it say, you need to go a different way yes. today. And I'm like, Brian, mm-hmm. hey, we need to walk a different way. Because I was just learning right. to hear the Holy Spirit and to um, to flow with the Holy Spirit. And Brian's like, that's going to take us an extra 20 minutes. I'm like, no, no, no. We need, I, I feel like we really need to go a different way. And sure mm-hmm. enough, we went a different way. And that night, a bunch of nail bombs went off on the route wow. we were going to go. And we would have been involved wow. in those nail yes. bombs. And so he guides and he teaches, mm-hmm. but he's speaking to us today. Yes, he right. is, yes. And I think like the other two of the trinity he is omniscient he is omnipresent he you know he is all-knowing he indwells us he guides us he leads us he comforts us and he prayerfully leads us to conviction to repentance Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean he is necessary right right and he is he's active he wants to be active in our lives yes yes and i love how jesus says i'm not going to leave you as an orphan right so he mm-hmm. sends the holy spirit and the holy spirit like we said is in jesus's words he's our comforter mm-hmm. he's our guide he's our counselor and also he's with us everywhere we yes. go and he helps us make decisions and right. i love that he i've heard this said so many times he's a gentleman you know he's yes. not going to force himself on us and so that's sort of a caution for mm-hmm. us to know that we can override the Holy Spirit's will for us by not listening and tuning into his soft small voice. Mm-hmm. Right. And I love the fact that as Trudy was saying about even with the walk, he makes intercessions for right. us. You know, yes. he intercedes on our behalf. And you know, even when we're praying and the Holy Spirit begins to come in and we know that we're flowing in the Holy Spirit, it says that he's making intercessions right. for us. Yes. Things that we may not even know what we need to mm-hmm. pray. Like about protection. yes. Exactly. But he's going on our behalf Mm -hmm. and has that direct line with God that actually gives us that protection. And I love that scripture says, where can I go from your spirit? Mm -hmm. You know, where we can't go anywhere without his spirit. It's just it's. Do we want his spirit? Do we want the Holy Spirit guiding, directing and teaching us? And we're going to talk about that in a minute, which I love. We're going to talk about a habitation versus a visitation from the Holy Spirit. Don't go away. We'll be right back here on The Christian View. Welcome back to the 
texting me. We're talking about housing the Holy Spirit. We had a great discussion about who the Holy Spirit is. He is a person. He has feelings. He walks with us. He talks with us. He wants to indwell with us, Caitlin. You know, and a lot of people are afraid of who is this Holy Ghost and what does this Holy Mm -hmm. Ghost do? But he's actually a comforter. He wants to be with us. He wants to walk with us. Scripture says, where can I go from his mm-hmm. presence? And there's right. nowhere we mm-hmm. we go where he's not there unless we don't invite him. Right. So let's talk about what the difference is between the visitation of the Holy Spirit and inhabitation of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I love this question. And, you know, thinking about, uh, you just said a lot of people are, you know, what is the Holy Spirit? And I just like to say the Holy Spirit is not spooky. Right. It, it's not spooky. It's something that is there to help us. And, you know, as you were thinking, as you asked about what's the difference between a visitation and a habitation. I couldn't help but thinking about it. So the difference between having a guest and having a roommate. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you have a guest coming over, you could eat off my floor. I'm making sure it is clean. I am making sure it is holy. But when they leave, I go back to how we normally live, which is clean. I just have to say, but (laughs) it's not that clean. I'm not checking every single thing. But when somebody is your roommate, you begin to operate how you would on a daily basis and you have conversations. You, You don't clean up daily, but you walk with them. And so I like to think about the visitation of the Holy Spirit is when we invite him in occasionally. Right. Occasionally right. to be a part of this or we feel a visitation from the Holy Spirit. We feel God in that moment, maybe in a church service or something in particular. But a habitation is waking up daily and saying, I want you to abide in me. I think about 1 Corinthians three sixteen through 7, 17 that says, do you not know that you are the temple of God mm, yeah. and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him for the temple of God is holy. Which temple are you? Amen. And that really made me think, what temple do I want to be? And I believe that if I just want an occasional visitation, I'm going to treat my temple like it's my own and clean it up every now and then for Sunday or a Wednesday. But if I want the Holy Spirit to inhabitate, uh, habitate my life, which I do because I need his guidance right. and his counsel and, and wisdom on a daily basis. I'm going to wake up every day and say, God, purify my temple. Not perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. Right. But to make it a place that hosts the Holy Spirit Amen. and says, come into my life. And I'll just wrap that up with this. Galatians five sixteen says, I say, then walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm-hmm. I think when we use the Holy Spirit as an occasional visitation, we'll walk in the flesh. Mm-hmm. But if we invite him every single day mm-hmm. to inhabitate our lives and, and be with us on a daily basis, live in our home, be our roommate, that we will be able to walk in the spirit. And in this day and age, that's what we have to have. Right. Amen. And I think about that. I was talking to my husband about the visitation versus the habitation. Yes. You know, like when someone comes to visit, we can throw things in the closet. We can throw them in the pantry. We can, we can hide them in the dishwasher, right? But when someone comes to live, you've got to clean out the space so that they can mm-hmm. put their stuff in the closets. Yeah. So they can put their stuff in the pantry. So right. having the Holy Spirit come in and have it as an habitation, there's things that he has to clean up. There's things that we have to let go. There's things that we have to surrender. So we make room for the Holy Spirit because if we're trying to just shove things in, shove our time with the Lord, shove, you know, then that is a visit and there's no room. Right. So we want to make sure that we are cleaning things out so that there is room for the Holy Spirit to come in and occupy. And I I think people might be asking like, well, if you're not from, because I've asked a couple of people that 
you know, just we're not familiar with these, these terminologies. Right. And so if in your mind you're thinking, well, how do I get him to be mm-hmm. in, inhabited right. inside me? And I love the verse where in Luke eleven thirteen, Jesus says, you know, that if we being wicked or worldly can give our children good gifts, how much more will the Father in heaven give you the Holy Spirit if we ask? That's so just right. want to let our viewers know that may not know that all you have to do to have him right. be inside you, live inside you, is to ask. And right. Jesus tells us that. But I think right. an interesting point is in the Old Testament, God would send the Holy Spirit to come upon a person mm-hmm. to strengthen them for whatever task right. he called them to do. It could be Samson or Gideon, even Saul. And then in when we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior... We are promised that we are given the Holy Spirit, not a portion of the Holy Spirit, but all of the Holy Spirit comes to indwell us. The question is, how much of us are we giving to the Spirit? Mm -hmm. So I think we are blessed to live on this side of the cross. And I think adding to that, um, Candace, that is so true. But we think, too, in the Old Testament, you know, that was the dispensation of grace. Christ had not come. Right. So the spirit of the Lord would come upon them. Right. But then in the New Testament, after Jesus, it made it possible now that the Holy Spirit can indwell in us. Mm-hmm. So it's so powerful that because even over in Acts, when you they asked, Paul was preaching, and he asked them, had they received the power since they believed? And they said, we haven't even heard mm-hmm. of this power yet. You know, and that's when he told them, if you call on the name of Christ, you will mm-hmm. be saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. So I think that's so good to know because now it doesn't we don't have to wait until occasional visit right from it or mm-hmm. when we need exactly. to be empowered but every day right. we can be empowered to flow in christ and i think that's where we get the concept where he says because i go to my father greater works now right. shall ye be able to do right. but don't you think like there are certain times in your life that holy spirit shows himself more than others or he mm-hmm. equips us more than others like when, when you get up to do something that oh my goodness, I don't think I can do it. You know, the Holy Spirit just comes and he enables us to do what we couldn't do. Yes. You know so what that I mean? he so, will get the glory. Exactly. Oh, yes. When we are weak, we know, he is strong. Yeah, yeah. So we know yeah. it is not of our own strength. Like sitting up here. Yes. You know, speaking, you know, those things don't come natural for an introvert like me. Mm-hmm. But when the Holy Spirit, you know, is in it and I'm in his will and following his footsteps, then he will empower you to do what you feel you can't even do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Right. Yes. right. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I think about another thing when we're talking about inhabitation, it says that um, he inhabits the praise of his people. Yes. Yes. He inhabits yes. the praise of his people. So we may not understand everything, but we can praise and worship him. We'll be right back with more on inhabiting the Holy Spirit. Don't go away. to the Christian viewer talking about housing the Holy Spirit. And I want to just say um, the Holy Spirit is a person. And it says the Holy Spirit is an important person throughout the Bible. In Genesis 1-2, we find him moving about the surface of the water. And then in Revelation, he is the bride crying out with one voice. From the beginning to the end, the Holy Spirit has been active in the world. And so, Candace, how does walking with the Holy Spirit allow us to look different from the world? That is such a good question, and I praise God for the Holy Spirit, because I could not do the Christian life without right. it, without Him. I could not. I mean, 
We know that we are new creations in Christ when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But until Christ takes us home, there is going to be this continual battle between the flesh and the spirit because they have competing agendas. So I could tell you some, like, you know, textbook things. The Holy Spirit's power is to grow us in godliness, to help us obey God's commands, to experience increasing intimacy with God himself, to be molded into the image of Christ. But then I was like, what does it look like when you put feet on it? And I wrote like, Lord, by your spirit, will you enable me to turn the other cheek Mm -hmm. when my flesh wants to respond? Lord, by your Holy Spirit, will you give me strength to go and share the gospel with that person in spite of Mm -hmm. how they are behaving? Lord, will you give me, by your Holy Spirit, the power to withstand from this temptation and choose Christ? I mean, that's what it looks like, you know. Will you give me courage to do the right thing in in the face of adversity when the crowd is doing something else. I could not live the holy life. Absolutely. I agree. And and learning to forgive. Very men cannot without. Forgiving when we feel like we have been wrong. Just forgive. And then love. I think that is such a powerful statement. The Holy Spirit is love. And if we are flowing in the Holy Spirit, we're going to flow in love. Mm -hmm. I've heard it said that by a Christian psychiatrist, which there's not a whole lot of those around, but um, that the only way you can really feel love from someone else is through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Authentic, real mm-hmm. love right. is, is yeah. like you say, being communicated by the Holy Spirit. Right. So it, that's why we want him in us for sure. It definitely it enables us to do those things that we couldn't do on our own. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that it also, if we submit to it, it reminds us of what we need to do to correct behavior yes. so that we can stay in God's will. But I think also one of the most important things it is also that peace that, you know, that what we call that E320 blessing, mm-hmm. you know, that, that exceeding right. abundantly yeah. above yeah. all we can yeah. ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So it gives us power to do things that we never thought we could do ourselves, things yes. that were unimaginable. You know, if you flow in the Holy Spirit, you will really begin to see the mighty powers of God in Revelation. So mm-hmm. we were talking earlier, you know, within our own strength, we could do nothing. Right. But with God's strength through the Holy Spirit, there are so many things we can do. It also says that no one comes to the Father unless mm-hmm. he is drawn yes. by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So it is the Holy Spirit that leads people to salvation. Right, to repentance right. and salvation, yeah. yeah. And I, I think we become also one really hallmark of the Holy Spirit in dwelling in us and how we look different from the world is that we become other-centered instead right. of self-centered. Oh, yes. And, of course, the Holy Spirit gives us the ability to have the discernment, the supernatural power, right. like yes. we were talking about, right. supernatural wisdom mm-hmm. and guidance for every situation. And I think that, that that's why it's so important to create atmosphere. So as you were reading that scripture, the spirit hovers over the water. Mm-hmm. I thought about, you know, how my husband, he always says that he's like that. I feel the Holy spirit even more when I'm at the beach. I want him every day, but right, like right. I feel him and I have those renewal of moments of Holy spirit go deeper into my life. And so I think that we need to be and different music. Mm-hmm. You can feel think, different, yeah. just different sermons. And so I think it's very important. You can set an atmosphere wherever you are to house the Holy spirit to feel the Holy Spirit and especially before those hard things. I always say the Holy Spirit helps us do hard things. Amen. And so before you're going into those moments, before you go into a difficult conversation, before you go into a difficult atmosphere, 
creating your atmosphere right. and having the Holy Spirit with you makes all the difference on how you respond to something mm-hmm. and how you set the atmosphere. Because I love in Joshua, it says everywhere my foot treads is my territory. And I think that if we are getting ready for holiday season, maybe going into family environments that aren't so holy or friend environments. (laughs) And so we can ask the Holy Spirit to help us change the atmosphere when we walk in the room. I have in my, when you walk in my house, it says, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. And it's just welcoming him in and having that atmosphere of, of worship, of praise, Mm -hmm. you know, of Thanksgiving, because that's Mm -hmm. how we usher him in. That's how we bring him in. Mm -hmm. You know, the enemy would want nothing else for us to live in chaos and confusion and unrest but when we bring, ask the Holy Spirit to come, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come and invade this place. Have your will. And just sometimes just even sitting with worship music yes. will yes. change yes. the whole atmosphere. Like yeah. sometimes before you go outside, you might need to worship a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. Or open up the book and read read God's word back into the atmosphere because it will change your right. atmosphere if you present yourself and ask the Holy Spirit to come in. Yeah. But when you said open up the book, it also, a lot of people, I don't want to read the Bible. I don't understand anything. It says the Holy Spirit will lead you into mm-hmm. all truths. Yes. Mm-hmm. And another thing we haven't discussed is the Holy Spirit is what helps you to understand God's calling, your spiritual gifts, your purpose mm-hmm. that he has already designed for your life it is the holy spirit that leads you to mm-hmm. to seek those yeah, yeah. and when you have that atmosphere where the holy spirit is present then you clearly hear his nudging i know just this week i was going to text someone but and i you know was praying and i knew that they needed a little bit of guidance and so i was going to text them and i heard the holy spirit say this is a phone call right and so i called and in a short version she had said you know my mom and i were praying and my mom said all I can hear from the Holy Spirit is that you need to talk to Trudy. Oh, wow. When she told me that, I just thought, I felt so humbled. Right, like, right, thank right. you, yeah. Jesus, I, for the Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. And I think if we, as believers, would act more on that yes. than not, yes. say, oh, that's Don't not the Holy that. Spirit, yeah. that's not, mm-hmm. right. that's quenching the Spirit. Right. You know, right. if Christ, if the Holy Spirit say, do something, then we need to do it. Like, that yes. should be our first response, not I'll get to it later, I'll do it later. Or they don't want to hear what I have to say because that's the Holy Spirit. And we need to be listening more and more and be in tune with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and not be so, well, they don't want to, you know. Analytical. So, yeah, and self-focused yes. yeah. because we've got to be his hands yeah. and feet. And as a mom, I was so grateful to be that person for the mom. Right. You know, yeah. that I know the mom was just like, oh, thank goodness. You know, God intervened right. into her daughter's And situation. I think more often than not, like what you did, mm-hmm. is that we feel those moments, and if we ignore them, later we look back and we're like, oh, they really could have used that right. word, or I should have just said that because it was, was really going to help. Right. And yeah. we don't m- want to so, miss his blessings by not being obedient right. to what you're saying. So, delayed obedience is, is, is no obedience. <laughs> So the Holy Spirit is speaking. Just are you listening? We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back here on The Christian View. Don't go away. We've been talking today about housing the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit wants to come and commune with you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to talk with you and show you wonderful things. So tune in to the Holy Spirit and what He is saying to you. Open up your Bible, read the book of Psalms, praise and worship, and let Him speak to you today. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.